Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you discussing on this episode, brother? Ryan, on this week's show, we say goodbye to Betty White, the last remaining golden girl, and I've got another Be Like Me where I give you tips to improve your life by being more like me. Okay. And what about you, Ryan? All right, this week, I play the most controversial game in our stable, <laughs> so strap it on for another round of Can I Say This? Mm. Also, ghost nipples, not just for breakfast anymore, but as always, we let you know who we truly are. I don't like people to hear my bathroom noises, Tyler. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of water wasted in your need to I, cover up. And Tyler, I swear to you, I feel really bad about that. Let's let's explain what it is we're talking about. Well, you and I are nervous bathroom goers. Well, unlike you, I can use the bathroom. I just choose not to because for some reason, that part of my life is just so private. It's really the only one. Yeah, I feel like you and I are saying the same thing. We're so, basically the same person. So I think the idea is what may shock people is you and I are brothers, last I checked. And when I go to the bathroom in the bathroom right next to the studio, I have to turn the water on because I don't want you to hear my pee and poop noises. Yeah. Is that is that strange? I mean, it's not strange to me because I do it as well. I'm yes. just as guilty. I will admit that I do acknowledge your need to find balance between your shame and wanting to help the earth. Yeah. So I've noticed that your water usage, it's come down a little bit. Sure. So now you're only turning it halfway. I'm at a trickle time. Yeah. So a, it weighs on me. So now I'm just waiting for you to turn it all the way off so I can finally hear you pooping. There is. <laughs> just get in here. Get in here. Um, do you ever do the super secret stealth mode thing where you pee on the side of the bowl so people don't hear it hitting the water? I used to when I was a kid. Now that doesn't bother me at all. Really? Yeah, that doesn't bother me in Wait the least. Wait a minute. So then if you're a nervous peer, you're fine just peeing right into the water. Tyler, you're giving me mixed messages. Yeah, back. it's not the sound. It's being around people as I'm doing it. Well, I and I'm just going to top this beautiful little conversation that we're having where we're really just, you know, picking up our dress and showing our undergarments to the audience. When was the last time we farted in front of each other, Tyler? Well, you've burped in front of me multiple times over the course of the last few weeks on this show. On the show, though. In my ear. Right. In my ear. But I think an interesting kind of observation in that experiment is it's only when we're in the studio being the Menendez brothers. Yes. It's never when we're in the kitchen meekly talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, because then we would feel actual shame. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I could blame this on Ryan Menendez. Yeah, we got some real issues with all that stuff. When it comes to never figuring it out, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. That shit is scary. We <laughs> are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that goes with the flow. To my left, the professorial, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I guess they're playing the lotto. Uh, Ryan, I've been doing pretty well. I'm on an uptick. How are you I, doing? I am also doing well. I am, uh, you know, in the middle of this journey that we call life, and I'm trying to pretend that I'm not deeply, deeply depressed. Hmm. Tyler... I found an interesting little game that I think will be um, something that you and I may like. Maybe you've already heard of it. No, Ryan, you can't say that. Tickle sticks? What is tickle sticks off the board? <laughs> I don't like that. It was never on the board. You just forced me to play it. <laughs> I'll tickle my way in. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the game? And I got this from Cora today. Okay. What movie would change entirely just by adding or subtracting one letter to the title? I understand that is a very wordy explanation but it's the only way to explain it shaft then it's just shat <laughs> tyler <laughs> tyler oh my lord 
Far less threatening. Tyler, you are doing great so far. Uh, I mean... I, I mean, Shaft is funny already, but now you made a chat. I'm not threatened by him at all. I thought you were going to say Shaft, though, and I was going to be still pleased, but Shat. Man, well, do you know what? And this was my whole thing. I just heard about it today. I really didn't come up with any of my own. Mm. I was thinking maybe next week we could come up with our own because they are really fun, like Shat. Sure. I would watch that movie. I think I've seen it, (laughs) if I can be totally honest. That's a totally different movie. When I was in Germany, they had every iteration of it in a bookstore that I went to. Is that true? Yes. When I was in Germany, I went to like an arcade, like a a normal arcade that you're used to with neon lights everywhere. There was a lot of adults in there. And I was like the whole time that I was there drunk as fuck. I love the idea of you walking in and be like, there sure are a lot of old people in this arcade. What kind of a Chuck E. Cheese are you guys running here? And so I went to the, the stairs in the middle and I walked up. And it was a porn store upstairs, no big deal. Okay, all right. But the first wall that you walked into was filled with multitudes of Scheiser sisters oh, or something man. like that, and just poop as far as the eye could see. You can't start with yes. poop. You don't. It's like putting the poop magazines right next to the checkout aisle. No, yeah. that's where the gum goes. You no. put the other stuff all the way in the It's back. an impulse buy, Tyler. It's and ridiculous. I will tell you, that's where I came up with my idea that nobody should ever have to travel back home. I just wanted to live there in that room. <laughs> So, Tyler. That was for vacation, not a store. I don't care. (laughs) Squatter's rights. (laughs) This is my place now. I don't give a shit. Or do I? All right, Tyler. So, I'm going to give you just, I mean, you already know how to play the game. You already came up with shit, and and I love you for it. I'm going to give you the subject of a movie. Now, adding or subtracting a letter, you tell me what it is that that I'm thinking. Okay. Let's practice here. All right, all right. A story about a robot who loves both humans and machines. What? By robot, Tyler. <laughs> By robot, okay? Now, what about that story, Tyler? <laughs> I knew that robot was a freak. It's, it it's, just, I don't, it, it just, it's love for interior lighting and just incredible dress sense. He is, he really brings joy to everybody. I don't understand it, man. He wears those slacks in an uncanny fashion. Tyler, what about the story of one man's unhealthy obsession with his truck? What is it? Lord of the Rigs, Tyler. So oh. now, now here's the deal. Oh, I got all of these from the internet, and uh, maybe you and I could think for the next week, come up with our own, or maybe we'll just totally blow it off like we always do. Or just steal from the internet some more. Yeah, I understand, but I like thinking about these things. <laughs> so I've devised a way where I, do, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but we need to keep the show moving. So I'm going to ask you this one. I'm going to give you a little bit of a timer. You're going to have your ability to answer, and then we'll move on. Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go, Tyler. The story of how a police officer works through his PTSD with the soothing sound of his woodwind. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Tyler? I have no idea. Tyler, damn, dude. I tried to make it as easy for you as possible. No pressure. Obocop, Tyler. Obocop. Of course. How did I not get that? I got to tell you, I would watch that any day of the week. I assume it would make me happy, and I'd probably talk about it on the Depression Index. No one what? can depression you don't know index what is, is a machine that I built, not unlike Robocop, that I heard was kind of a, a euphemism for Jesus Christ. Is that true, Robocop? Uh, I didn't know Jesus Christ was part machine. That makes me more that makes him more badass in my eyes. I told you you gotta read the Bible Wow. That's honestly, you gotta get a little deep into it, but that's where it gets good. <laughs> Uh, The Depression Index is where Tyler and I talk about our mental health from the last week. And I will ask you, Tyler, did you take your pills this week, brother? Six days, right? Tyler, that is fantastic. And we do that to celebrate people taking their psychotropic medicine. It's how it works. Consistency. Yes, correct. Well said. So how does your week go in retrospect? I, I, I fucked that up and I tried to fix it. Ryan, for session 101, my theme is learn something new. No. Oh, okay. Well, show over, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. These days, it's easier than ever to learn a new skill. With the internet, apps, all that stuff, it's never been more accessible. So what is it that's holding us back? What is that voice inside your head telling you when you think about wanting to start writing your own book? Maybe you wanted to start drawing or painting. I can't tell you how many times throughout the making of this podcast, I've had the thought, 
No one is going to like this. You're wasting your time. This is stupid. Sometimes you're right, Tyler. Don't listen to that voice. Oh, uh, and this and, isn't one of those times. And I mean Ryan. Don't uh, listen to that voice. That was my voice. <laughs> it was me. Try out something new in spite of that voice. So, Ryan, this week I am at a six. Spin that high pitch. One, wheel two, three. Yours is going to go right into my Oh, it felt like you spent it one extra time there, Tyler. I don't know who's in charge of that. Almost as if the machine has a mind of its own. No, no, it's me. All right, Tyler, let's gay it up. And what you're talking about is, what what do you think the actual benefit of learning something new is? Of course, being able to do something new is great, but what do you think the true reason behind why that's so good for you? Well, it takes you out of your comfort zone and it makes you vulnerable. And that's the, the key word is vulnerable. Creating art in any realm whatsoever, whether it be speaking or painting or or whatever it is, it makes you vulnerable. Sure. Getting up on stage, getting in front of a camera, putting your art on display. It's fucking terrible. And why is being vulnerable good? Because people can crush you. People, you put your- Okay, oh, I, oh, you're, you're talking me out of it. You're, you're making it sound very not good. Why is it good? We'll, saying, we'll never air this, Tyler. That's right. You know what? I've talked myself out of it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'll never bear my soft underbelly to you, scum. Uh, vulnerability is the fear, and vulnerability is what our brain is trying to do to keep us safe. But really, it's just keeping us from experiencing life and making ourselves vulnerable and then experiencing those feelings and then realizing that, oh, I'm going to survive this yes. makes us stronger every single time. And it truly can't hurt you. The thing is, it's not the pain that's going to hurt you. It's the avoidance of it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I mean, we're just basically two Buddhas talking into your ear holes. Good. Just get used to it. Okay, speaking of gay, Tyler, where I was trying to get you to go and what you said was very good, where I was trying to get you to go is when you learn something, when you create something, it does something to your physiology, and that is endorphins, Tyler. Mm. I'm going to gay it up this week about endorphins. When you said that, that's immediately where my mind went to, that when you do these things that you're afraid of, your body actually creates these chemicals that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Now, what I think that a big part of this is so many people have been worn down to find that the only way to get those chemicals is this. And I'm holding up my cell phone. Technology now gives you some of those chemicals, but without you ever making anything, without you ever creating anything. Well, it's a drug. It's it's a high, just like anything else. I mean, talk about addiction. Uh, you know, the coke addict and the cell phone addict, the actions themselves are obviously different, but that need for addiction and that need for distraction comes from the exact same place. That's perfectly said. So I think that now, because it is so much easier to check out Facebook to see if you got those likes, to go to TikTok to see if people are watching your videos, to jump on Instagram and see if your coot shot is doing well. It is. It certainly is. I mean, it's a <laughs> vertical smile that just don't quit. That's a lot easier than doing exercise, than following up on some of your human relationships. Meditation is literally the easiest thing in the world, and it is the hardest thing to make yourself do. And not real. Also not real, you're <laughs> wasting your time. I would even say this, Tyler, doing things for other people, you know that it feels good. You know that it's creating those chemicals that you want. Sitting down here and doing the paperwork for this raffle that you and I have been putting work in, wow, by the way, we're very close to the goal that I set for ourselves. It gives you a mild high, even spirituality, I think, um, creates some of those chemicals that people are taking the easy way out of. So if I could just stop lecturing you for just a moment and tell you, hey, how are you spending your time? Where are you getting your endorphins from? This week, I am at a level four. One, two, three, four. Life is crazy, y'all. Wow. Life, life be crazy. If man. you and I add each other up on Depression Index, we make it 69, baby. Totally depressed Two person. brothers sucking each other's in front of their mothers. Tyler, you know, I didn't tell you about this next say. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be entertaining, and, and I know that I have a, a role on this show to be wacky, and, and, and sometimes it involves your dick, Tyler. Very often Most it involves times, my dick. The other times I'm just showing restraint. I want to talk about it then, too. Tyler, you know what I, I didn't do? Should I be worried, ladies and gentlemen? Should I be worried? I've been Somebody write in. 
I've been spiking your Cheerios with GHB every morning and just wailing on you in the afternoon. <laughs> Tyler, this, I feel like I got hit by a truck. I, you know what I didn't tell you that I was going to do this week, and I should have. I'll go first. Maybe you could come up with something. Let's do a segment that we're all accustomed to. Book. Explain to them what the weekly book nook is, Tyler. Well, the weekly book nook is a segment that we don't do weekly, and it's not usually about a book. And something else we should tack on that is something that Ryan likes to do and not tell me about beforehand. He just likes to surprise me with it. So, Ryan, what's your weekly book nook? I just feel like you have such a library, not a shot at you, such a library of content that you can dip into. That's not a shot at me whatsoever, but okay. co coming up with something off the top of my dome and being able to actually think of something, because I would like to talk about things that mean something Improv, to me. Improv, bitch. I felt bad. Tyler, I watched this week Spider-Man and the people around it. Mm -hmm. But what I want to talk about this week is I also watched Don't Look Up. Ah. I watched Don't Look Up on Netflix, a satirical movie about a meteor hitting the earth. Mm -hmm. But really what it's about is COVID and just all of the terrible Global environmental disasters. And, yep. Yep. and it was a satire on the whole process on, on how, as Americans, we digest our information and what we're interested in. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be very interesting. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, say anything. It's brand new. You, an interesting avenue that I thought was worth exploring that won't ruin any of it. Leonardo DiCaprio, his first movie since when? What was his last big movie? Uh, I think of The Revenant, which was a few years ago. Was uh, that after Wolf of Wall Street? I want to say yes. I that think was, so too. That was the one that won him his Oscar where he like fucked the bear or whatever that's it was. A, that's exactly right. Yeah. That You know what? I went into it with that same attitude. I was severely disappointed. Really? Yes. Does yes. the bear fuck him? And it was great. Um, now here's the thing. That's Tony the tiger. <laughs> that's not even the same animal. Isn't he a bear? <laughs> Bears have stripes. I'm talking about his sexual <laughs> positions, Tyler. But but here's the thing that I thought to be very interesting about it. I, I forgot about The Revenant. I was thinking of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Where he was still at the peak of his sexual prime in terms of just being, uh, I think that they call this in science, a, a hunk of hunk of burning love, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, he's always been handsome. I've never thought of him as like peak uh, uh, attractive. What? Yeah, no. Peak attractive? No. Jack in Titanic? He was, and he was cute, and God, he was, he I was, would, he I was, would suck him out of he, that he, ice water, He was Tyler. sexy, yeah, I'd bring him back to life dick first. I mean, listen, um, whether he's your particular take or not, I'm sure that you understand the point that I'm making. He was sure. iconic, I'm sure, to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, at the very beginning of the movie, they show Leonardo DiCaprio, and he is noticeably put on some weight, mm -hmm. uh, you know, notably. Yeah. Now, at the very beginning of it, they start him off with his beard that then gets shaved down later on as he goes into the media. Yeah. And it almost seemed to me like they started him out being as unattractive as possible. I right? think so. Right. Now, what do you, without having seen the movie, and I don't want to, I'm not spoiling anything No, at all, that's okay. What, what do you think the purpose behind that is? I think that's really interesting. Well, I think that one of the premise, from what I've heard, one of the premise is, like you said, a satirical take on... Uh, what's happening now and the way that people won't listen to scientists where scientists will say something and they're like, yeah, we'll figure it out later. And kind of going back to my idea on what I said in, in the deep end, where we're so connected to technology in the ways that our brains work now, it's almost like we can't take in bad news. Mm -hmm. We just, and maybe there's just so much bad news that you you can't. That's also what it is. And, and I, dude, I think that that's not on accident, but please, I'm Absolutely. so sorry. I'm so sorry. But that's a conversation for another episode. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll We'll go into the loony bit at a different time. <laughs> but I think the whole idea behind that total guess on my part is you make him, whoever the actor or actress is, you make them look as physically unappealing as possible. So that way, when they're not listened to, it adds to the, the scene of like, oh, here's this person that's not only taken as a crackpot, but physically unappealing as sure, well. Sure, yeah. Like make this come from a supermodel and maybe... Yeah, put it on TikTok and perhaps I'll listen. Everyone's to it. listening to it. If if so, if Henry Cavill delivers the news, I'm gonna listen. Also a hunk. Uh, and then and then just the last thing I'm gonna say is, and maybe I'm just thinking of this through my own perspective. I wonder if that's hard for Leonardo DiCaprio. Like like Michael Jordan not being able to dunk anymore is that particularly hard for somebody who has grown up as the epitome of sexiness. 
Well, I think with that specifically, they went out of their way to make him unattractive. So it's just a part he's playing. I don't think that he, it's like judging Charlize Theron from her role in Monster. It's like they went out of their way to make this person look bad. Sure. I'm sure if he put a suit on and did his hair, he'd look really good again. But I'm just saying in every <laughs> single movie that Tom Cruise has been in, he's always been the hunky blank. You mean he's, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, but I'm just using another guy. Okay. Where every, he's never been the ugly, I guess maybe in Tropic Thunder, but he's never, he's always been the good looking sure. blank. Yeah, you're right. So to be now the, you know, the, the schlub a little bit, and I still think he's good looking. I'm just kind of going through that idea of vanity and what that means to somebody at the upper echelons. I'm not taking shots at Leonardo DiCaprio. No, nor do I, nor am I taking it that way. No. However, yeah. I will say that there is that prism that you and I just are unable to filter through at, the, at this time, which is constant adoration. Just constant, constant adoration from everybody. Yeah, and we all know that really attractive women are the most sane ones out there. They definitely don't need constant upkeep. Why did you go there? Uh, because I think that's a cliche of like really pretty women are very can be very insecure. I'm talking about Leo. Leo. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. It's true about men too. It's true about me. And that, honestly, that's why I'm thinking Here's about it. Here's the backpedal. <laughs> as no, as a man who I think you know through my life I've relied a lot on my looks. Now to be aging. Uh, there have been soft spots for me and uh, mostly my erections. It's what happens when you age. Yeah. yeah soft yeah. spots. So, so when I see Leonardo DiCaprio, like everything else, I immediately make it about me. Hmm. Now, I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of those things that I said, but I know I'm allowed to say them more than these next things that I'm going to say, Tyler. Let's play a quick little game called Can... I say this. Are you ready for this? If you can't say those last things, it's going to be the longest bleep in show history. Well, what I am telling you is the last time that we played this game, which was the first time, I think it was a lot worse. I think that I said things a lot worse. There's some things that I'm not proud of. This one's a little bit more mild, okay? Are you ready to play this game? I mean, my expectations and my excitement are a little bit more tempered because Good. of the description. It's terrible and you're going to hate it. The <laughs> but you, okay. know, you know what is true? What happens very often on this show, just a little producer meeting here, I try something out for the first time and I love it. And then I try to recreate it a second time. And for whatever reason, I hate it. Mm. I have expectations. I didn't do it right. So who knows? This may go very poorly. Is it possible because you go into the first one with no expectations because you've never done for it? Sure. And now the second time you're going into it, you have nope. these unobtainable nope. expectations. Sophomore slump. I'm a loser and nobody will ever love me, Tyler. That's just, obviously what it you're is. You're just going to have to deal with it because I know I'm going to lose you at some point. So let's enjoy what we got. Everybody I know leaves eventually. <laughs> this is why I don't love Okay, let's, I, I, I'm always worried about this, but if you remember with the last time, I start off easy and I ramp my way up. Again, a more mild version, but here we go. Right, Tyler, can I say this? Okay, can I say this? Everybody, when having a FaceTime call, watches themselves. okay? We can all pretend like we're taking in the scenery of the other person. Uh, this is what I want to know. Can I say this? Let's switch those two boxes. Go ahead and make me the big box. Make the other person the little box, Tyler. Can I say that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Because what I'm saying is right, because I want to make sure that I look good in that little tiny box. I don't know if I have a bug hanging. I don't know if there's a bat in the cave. I, I Put me in the big box. Well, you need to make sure, and I like how your examples for what's going on with your face are two booger examples. But I, <laughs> I have a booger pride. But I, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. You need to make sure your face looks good. You need to make sure you're making all the right facial expressions. You can't let too much of your real character get into that phone. Oh, you no. got to make sure you're portraying a false identity and look good. Good. That's exactly right. Is the play that I am putting on now for this person working? Am mm. I becoming the person that they want me to be? Okay, so that's that wasn't so bad, right? No, that was that's okay. not a bad one. Okay, let's uh okay, let's get a little bit deeper, Tyler. Let's get a little bit deeper. Tyler, can I say this? And I mean it, which is th the real problematic part. I only like kids that I'm allowed to hit, Tyler. Can I say I only like kids that know that there's a possibility of me going five across the eyes, Tyler? Can I say that? I'm not gonna, I just want them to know. Can, can I say that? Technically, yes. I don't feel good about agreeing with this, but I understand what you mean. You, you Kids who aren't afraid of you sure. are kids who can behave poorly, but and kids who behave poorly 
are basically your kryptonite. It really throws you through. They've got you by the hee-haw and they know it's like being a waiter at a restaurant. If somebody sits at your table and talks to you sideways and you're like, you would never do this to me anywhere else. Little kids who know you can't hit them, they're dicks. And I'm just going to say, if I can't kick your dog, keep it away from me, Tyler. I I don't want to, but I want the dog to know that I... You can't say that, Ryan. Okay, then I won't say that, but I want the dog to know that I'm at the top of this order here. I feel like I've lost you. Okay. Because we're dog's bosses, yeah. right, Ryan? Is that why? Yes. <laughs> we are dog's bosses, Ryan, if, if you're new to the show, Ryan wants to dress dogs uh, as uh, we are dog's bosses. Yes. Not owners. They're not our companions, our best friends. We are their bosses. They are. I, I pay for room and board. <laughs> I take. I incur all. It's slavery, Tyler. It's animal slavery. Yeah, but you get the love and they provide for you the love that you cannot provide yourself. Well, as long as they know that I could, you know, drop the people's elbow on them. I don't want them around me all right so i got two yeses one no (laughs) one depressing no (laughs) (laughs) all right tyler this is probably the most controversial one but again i'm not saying anything bad what i'm saying is true it just sounds bad okay (laughs) i'm nervous i'm nervous tyler oh boy can i say this because it's true right now i am better at the game of basketball than Kobe Bryant. Can I say that, Tyler? <laughs> Can I say that? Because it is true. It's factual. Right, yes. It's factual. Yes. And, and all I mean, he's, you really put him in a lose-lose situation. He's not here to defend himself. Well, I'm not too certain what it is that you're talking about, Tyler. You but know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I bet you he could still beat you in a game of one-on-one. You may be right, Tyler. <laughs> Maybe horse. I might have a shot at horse. Okay, that is it, Tyler. And now Ooh. are you ready for the speed round, I don't want any... What, what's that? We're, we're canceled? Oh, yeah, no, we totally understand. Yeah, who, absolutely. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> uh, okay, no, I don't want any words from you, Tyler. I just want family feud yeses and family feud noes. Have these terms been canceled, Tyler? Can I say these terms? Tyler, can I say heebie-jeebies? Yeah! All right, all right. How about spick and span? Yeah! Wow, you're very liberal, Tyler. <laughs> can I say chink in the armor? Okay, I, I think you're right about that. I didn't say it. I was just asking if I could. Can I say oil and vinegar? <laughs> really? Oh, you are a hateful, hateful man, Tyler. What's wrong with vinegar? <laughs> with a soft A. It's got a soft A. Tyler, chill. I said vinegar. <laughs> Get me out of here, Tyler. <laughs> Get me out of here. Tyler, very quickly, what is the name of that movie that has Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington as two narcotics officers who use the weather as an excuse to play hooky? Five, four, Tanning day? Three. What? Two. <laughs> no. One, what is it? Zero. Raining day, Tyler. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes Ra- sense. Tanning day. Uh, I don't know. I I was getting nervous. That countdown really throws. <laughs> really, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't do me well. I thought that it was going to soothe you. No, I'm, I'm no, shocked at how this no, all turned out. No. Let's take a break. Let's go out into the living room. Let's figure out a way to soothe you, and we'll call him back with a milky white aura. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get 
beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. We humans have a serious problem with garbage. How are we ever going to get aliens to come here if we don't tidy up after ourselves? Yeah. You hate. I will grant you the need to poison the oceans, but we could totally be losing out on some alien pussy if we don't at least sweep that shit under a nearby planet. Maybe <laughs> maybe Musk can help us out with that. Those guys you hate. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> shit. I need this microphone. Yeah. Super Bowl, baby. I'm jazzed up, man. No one cares about your fantasy Nobody football team. Nobody gives a team. shit about your fantasy football team, about your pets, about your interests, really. I don't know how your, your, your mom's doing in recovery. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. We all got our own mom problems. Momlums. Tyler, I have a way that I think that we could change society to make it a little bit better and I think that I could kind of snazz it up in a way that could make it fun for everybody in a little segment called Hear Ye, Hear Ye. Hear Ye, Hear Ye! Thank you. That was perfect. I have you programmed, not unlike this keyboard over here. Well, I need to represent the, the sounder correctly since you obviously aren't going to do. And the West Side, Tyler. Now, I think that with these things, I am not just changing the world to make it better for myself. I think that I am changing the world because it's what people want. You know what I mean? People hate, you know, return travel from their vacations. Bang. King Ryan got that right off the table. So now I'm going to be tackling entertainment vehicles, Tyler. And here's the problem today. Movies. You heard of them? Yeah, we went to one last night. Did we, Tyler? Yeah, we did. Or did we go sit in the front row of the Jerry Springer show? There was a movie playing. Not to my knowledge. I was, my awareness was elsewhere. Movies. In my understanding and the way that I think everybody else feels, movies are too long, Tyler. People don't want to sit through these mother flipping movies anymore. You I, got the Irishman. You got the Departed. I, I, you know, I got shit to do on Wednesday. I got to get out of here. Could not disagree with you more. Okay, Tyler. So keep it down over there. From now on, I will decree that movies will only be 30 minutes at the most an hour, Tyler. Hear ye, hear ye. So, uh, Scorsese, Spielberg, I know you bitches are listening to this. If, uh, you know. If it's to be considered. Guy Ritchie. If it's to be considered a movie. More like Guy Bitchy, am I right? If it's to be considered a movie, it needs to be at least 50 minutes long. Tyler, that's if you're trying to explain to everybody how life would be if they were like you. That is not what that segment is for. But if there was a segment for that, what would it look like? Did I did I make like me. did I make that or it, that's your voice? Damn. How do you not remember that dulcet tones of one Ryan Menendez? We're gonna get sued for copyright infringement. <laughs> Bring it on, Uncle Sam. Well, Ryan, this is session one oh one. Can you believe it? It is really incredible, man. The fact that we're in triple digits—quite an accomplishment, Tyler. I'm proud of us. Quite. Now, Ryan, why don't you be a doll and set me up by explaining to our audience? The essence of Be Like Me. Be Like Me is a satirical segment where Tyler tells you the most terrible things about his personality, which there is a plethora to choose from, and then tries to talk you into it all tongue-in-cheek while we look at each other and realize he's dying here in front of us. And this is what it takes <laughs> to be a leader, ladies and gentlemen. I really this is, the landing. This is, you nailed it. Yeah. This is what it takes. <laughs> Forging ahead with what you know is right, even with all the naysayers out there. Sometimes I open my mouth and I'm shocked at what comes out. The naysayers. Nay. Be like me, starting your own podcast, Ryan. Unnecessary. Oh, wow, I told you to do the podcasting 101 thing and, and you worked your way around it and then I abandoned the idea. I'm so sorry, Tyler. That's okay, I uh, did it anyway. Still it's, works. It that's, still works. I, I was going to say, I get a chance to do it. Be like me, so that's fine with me. Well, every, everybody's the winner here. 
Except for you, because you got to sit and listen. Fuck it. All right, now, step one, Ryan, make the time. What do you think about that? Just right off the bat, make the time. Well, we're talking about making a podcast. Uh, yes, in, in anything that you need to do, you are going to need to cancel something in your life and make time for it. Hmm. Very well said. Well, in today's constantly moving world, it can be hard to find moments in your week where you can sit down for hours at a time and do anything, much less chase a passion. That's why if you decide to adopt the high octane, high adrenaline lifestyle that is podcasting, you, you need to be prepared to do anything. Ryan, what would you do to reach the tippy whippy top heights of this entertainment medium. What would you do? I would do anything. You would do I anything? Would, I would be the Ghislaine Maxwell to the... Well, I wouldn't do anything. It's I, weird I, how you call her Ghislaine. <laughs> what else? I mean, listen. When your name's Ghislaine, we call you Ghislaine. No, I would, uh, you know, within... Within the normal, normal boundaries. Sure. Not like the thing that I was saying before. I would, in, <laughs> with, within, within the human parameters, I would do damn near anything to well, get my voice out there. The human parameters are far and wide <laughs> and immoral, Ryan. And can be stretched <laughs> further than you would imagine. Well, if you're willing to do anything, would you be willing to do nothing? Uh, if it were to like a, like a, because that's what it takes, Ryan. Oh, shit. That's yes. what it takes. Yes, sir. Empty your schedule, empty your to do list, empty your life, empty your bowels. Got a job? Gone. Mm. Have friends? Gone. <laughs> have a kid? <laughs> Definitely gone. Once you have purged all the unnecessary distractions sure. from your life, you can move on to step two. Sure, this is like Oscar Wilde moving out into the forest. <laughs> I totally get it. I just want to be alone with my thoughts. Everybody out. RJ, stop calling me. Now, before we do, I always like to acknowledge Ryan during this segment. I simply read and he listens, which is his least favorite part. And I don't even mean of the show. I mean of life. Yeah. So after each tip today to liven up the mood, I've got a would you rather, Ryan. We haven't played a would you rather in a while. Okay, let's do it. I like it. Here's a softball question to start you off. Sure. Would you rather clean up toxic waste or work as a mortician's assistant? Uh, I would definitely rather work at a mortician's assistant mm. because I don't think I'll die from that long term unless I start huffing all the, the stuff that they put inside. The, what do they call that? Uh, formaldehyde. formaldehyde. Yeah, right. that's it. That's it. Oh, Dr. I, Jekyll and formaldehyde. And I've obviously... I've obviously, that's one of those, I don't know if it's good or not. It's bad. I've, um, and that's the thing. I obviously thought of the answers to these as I was writing them. And I realized, so I don't have to get near toxic waste. I would get all up in those guts. Sure. Uh, whatever oh, you need me to do. Oh. I will get all up in those guts. Of the mortician. Whatever. Yeah. What, what, what part of whatever you need me to do. I do wear the dead person like a suit. But honestly, if I was in the room, on my day off, if I was in a room with a mortician while he was doing his business, it would fuck me up for sure, deeply. That's why I picked that question because I know you wouldn't want to be near toxic waste. But the other thing would psychologically fuck you up. Fuck my mental health. I want my physical body to be okay. I don't care about that other bullshit. All right, step two. Let's move on. Yep. Find a co-host. Now, tell me what you think about that, Ryan. Unnecessary. That part I do not. I disagree with that part immediately. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate I made your that honesty. Mistake. Learn for learn for me, kids. Okay. This, well, thank you for that lead <laughs> sorry, in. Sorry. Sorry. This is much easier said than done. If your brain immediately went to, I'll get my best friend to do it with me. They're we not have, interesting. We have great chemistry. Yeah. Guess what, Buttercup? It's not that simple. <laughs> Ryan, do yes. you know how noise canceling headphones work? Sure, they stop all of the ambient noise so you could directly listen to what you're listening to. Well said, but what is actually happening is it notices what frequencies are coming in from outside and projects the opposite frequencies to cancel that noise out. Get the F out of here. Is yep. that true? Yep, that's huh. exactly right. How about that? That's the relationship you're looking for. Yes, you want to partner with someone who is creative and someone with whom you get along with. Yes, those things obviously are important, but... No one ever seems to want to discuss the incredibly general and no way specific examples of the difficult times. But after, let's say, two and a half years of being stuck in a maybe tiny room together, all the while he or she is constantly devising new ways of weaponizing said creativity to annoy you with, it'll wear you out a little bit. 
I mean, I figured we were doing it anyway. We might as well put it on tape and see if we can get paid for it. That wasn't right? a specific example. That oh. was obviously just general. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not thinking of anyone. In I mind. assume most people have a relationship not unlike ours, Tyler. I hope so. A cat and a mouse. You must find <laughs> spider and a fly. You must find someone with whom you can become those opposite frequencies with. Well, do you think that we are opposite frequencies? I think that we share a lot of the same feelings and, and we talk alike and voices are similar supposed to be satirical right oh! not meant to be literal questions as follow-ups i don't get jokes you know? <laughs> now whenever ryan i mean this this general person who we don't know personally the hypothetical attacks it'll basically wind up sounding like the adults from charlie brown for our younger audience members who may not know what that sounds like here you go <laughs> You remember this? I'm pretty sure that's Obocop. <laughs> oh, how did he find us? Now, that is a cartoon that, that, that was made. That person is having a stroke, and somebody needs to look into that immediately. That uh, that cartoon was made in the 60s, Charlie Brown, and it was terrible. Really bad. Terrible. Really bad, yep. Good I agree. God. I agree. I and found I think, that. I think Charlie has cancer. Like, he, he has no hair to speak of. Elephantitis of the face. Also that. Yeah, so what do you think about all that, right? <laughs> I agree with it. Honestly, I slapped my approval. I, my name is Ryan Menendez, and I approve this message. We got a little sloppy there at the end of that one, so please forgive me. Now, Ryan, would you rather wear a homeless person's clothes for a day mm -hmm. or sopping wet clothes for a week? Uh, homeless. Do I get to pick the homeless person? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just it's just the first homeless person you come across. Sopping wet? Sopping wet. Sopping like dripping <laughs> off. You are soaking wet. I'm probably going homeless yeah. person's clothes because I think the sopping wet clothes is going to hurt my skin. It would, it yeah. would, well, it would be uncomfortable. I mean, you'd be able to take it out. Being take wet for that long, probably, because if you're saying they're sopping wet, that means somebody's stopping by with a bucket <laughs> and hitting you every, every 10 or 15. I was picturing magical clothes that never dried, no. but sure, this works too. No. It's like an ALS bucket challenge every five minutes. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want ALS, so I'm going to go homeless people. <laughs> That's tough for me to do, for me to say, but I'd probably go sopping wet. Yikes. Yeah. You're a hateful man. I just don't want fleas or ticks. Uh, are you ready for the final tip? Hit me, Tyler. To starting your very own podcast. Step three, bear your soul. What do you think about that one, Ryan? Uh, I don't think that that's true for all podcasts, and I know I'm supposed to be doing a little satire here, but I think for this one, it is what the whole thing is. That's the foundation of all of it. Well said, Ryan. Thank you. I think. If you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it, Tyler. Podcasting can be incredibly cathartic. Ryan can attest to this. There's something about hitting record and having a microphone in your face. It can really free you in a way where you can talk about things openly that you may have a difficult time talking about in regular life. What do you think about that, Ryan? I think it's both sides. I think it could either be freeing, which I've experienced many times, or lock you up like an Iron Maiden, which I've experienced plenty of times. But if you have the awareness, then that in and of itself is freeing because you're aware of those uncomfortable times and that is growth. I deserve it. I deserve it. I mean, Tyler, enough of this, uh, you know, Dalai Lama mumbo jumbo, Tyler. I don't understand what you're talking about and it sounds fake. Okay, so... As I said, doing a podcast can be cathartic. And sure, sometimes you'll miss the mark and you might divulge a secret to the audience so shameful that it'll make your co-host plead with you to re-record it and tell a different story, Hotel which is all true. Story. Yep. Yep. And that's okay. In the ride, in this ride that we call life, we're going to miss, we're going to mess up, and we're definitely going to express ourselves in a way that will get us gross looks from others. The only important thing is that we try. And so. To close out this delightful segment, Ryan, Yo. would you rather have a cold sore forever or poop your pants once a week for the rest of your life? Am I allowed to set up? I'm going to go poop my pants once a week <laughs> for the rest of my life because having a cold sore is awkward and uncomfortable. Uh, very uncomfortable. It is. And uh, I'm I'm just going to stage out where to be. There, I'm going to have a weekly right. poop party. That's right. And if I was table to, of one, if I was to make it a random time every single week, what would you do then? I'm not sure. <laughs> go into hiding. I would go to that rat hole that they found Saddam Hussein in. <laughs> this is taken. Thank you very much. I'm pooping. Leave me alone. Ryan, that was me like me. Very good job, Tyler. You did great. That is a classic segment, but not 
as classic as we can review. Tyler, last week the term ghost nipples was bandied about quite often. Mm -hmm. Are ghost nipples real? Of course they are. Oh, yes. Urban Dictionary defines them as barely visible or not visible nipples. Nipples that are very pale with little or no color. Now, my problem with that is that's if you are pale. Basically, what ghost nipples are is that your areola are the same color as your body. Mm -hmm. So if you're dark, your nipples are going to be dark. Basically, we're just breaking down the border here. We're nipples without borders, Tyler. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the boob starts and the nipple begins. Now, you can't believe everything that Urban Dictionary says. So I had to get in there to our backslash ghost nipples. Mm. And I will tell you, ghost mm. nipples, very real, Tyler. And sexy. Uh, sure. If you, if you are insecure at all about your ghost nipples, know this. One guy out here loves them. Well, listen, there is- At a, least. There is. From my research, there's a lot of people who love them. And I find it to be so interesting that there's such specific genres in porn. Do you think that's healthy? Do you think that's unhealthy? What's your take on that? That we've warded down to such tiny subspects of what we like. We do it with everything. Music is an example I use all the time. Yeah. It, it can only go that way because much like any other high, that high you get, Day one is not the high you're going to get day 10. So you got to keep escalating the, the, the bring me all the ghost nipples. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. Don't turn me off. Don't turn me on. Wouldn't, wouldn't bother mm. me one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, Everybody has their own bag, baby, as it's called. Well, Ryan, last week we asked, I asked, do carnivores only eat meat? Did I look up the answer? Oh, yes. I actually found out that there are three different types of carnivores, depending on the amount of meat that is in their diet. So whether it's 70%, 50%, or below 30% is the type of carnivore that you are. And there are actually- and of course, carnivores eat some type of vegetation. I don't think being a carnivore... Now, you're talking about animals, but what we were talking about specifically was cats. Do cats need to take in any sort of vegetation? For sure, but what I had brought up originally that we wanted to find out is how do carnivores get their uh, vitamins and whatnot. Sure. Cats, from house cats to big cats like tigers, their bodies are unable to break down plants and whatnot. So they eat animals that have already eaten plants, have already broken down those plants and get their nutrients from them. None of the animals that they prey upon are meat eaters. Is that true? Or I guess I'm asking you a whole different kind of well, question. Yeah, that's a different question. But I would say that some of the animals they eat are omnivores. But I don't know if it's one uh, predator preying on another predator. Sure. I was just in Bush Gardens and they have lions, they have tigers, they have cheetahs. And I find the large cats, panthers, I find them to be so beautiful, beautiful. and so graceful and like perfectly designed killing machines. They're so lithe and muscular. I, 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 sharks of the land, right? Sharks of the land. And I actually learned just a cool fact. There are more than 600 species of carnivorous plants. I'm into that. I, I I love that idea. The largest one, four feet in length, feasts on rats. Come on in here, buddy. I'll pull you out by the roots. I'm not afraid of a carnivorous plant, bro. Well, four feet is pretty big. Please, I'll kick it right in its stamen. Tyler, last week, as a matter of fact, on the last couple of episodes, I said Hanukkah, I said Kwanzaa, and perhaps even mother bleeping Arbor Day was the Festival of Lights. Was I wrong? No. No, don't do it. Also, no, oh, no, yes. don't do it. Also, oh, yes. no. Hanukkah no. is known as the Festival of Lights. What? <laughs> Commemorating oh, the rededication no. of the temple in Jerusalem in 164 no. BC after three years of war. I also looked this up, and I think there are other holidays. It might also be Diwali, Tyler. <laughs> you shut the hell up! I was going to say. Mind your own business! There's like 50 holidays Tyler, that are holiday Tyler, lights. listen. We got to designate one, damn it! You're always <laughs> trying to take something away from the Jews, Tyler. Give them the Festival of Lights! No, they can have it! I'm just saying! Designate one! It should be that Kabbalah thing, though. Sorry that about that, Diwali. <laughs> Diwali. There you go. That's what I meant. Ryan, are you going to regret this thing that you said last week that I'm about to play for you? I think I know what this is. I am saying this. Street producer Lenny, if you're out there, you are our engineer. I am willing to be Chinese water tortured for the show. 
Oh, I thought that it was going to be that eat it hooker from last week's show, which I was not proud of. Uh, no, no, no. no. I, I'm, I'm, I stand behind that. And I went back and looked up the um, MythBusters episode with them doing the Chinese water torture, sure. and there are some things that I missed. It was actually 45 minutes, not 45 seconds. I was going to say my fault. My fault. Now, now, 45 minutes sounds like a much more difficult task for sure. And something you have to take into account: she is not just lying there with water they have her not only restrained sure, sure. They have, i understand they, how they it have goes. her head in a in a in a vice yeah that without the water would be terrifying i am totally <laughs> with you on that I, I, now listen now but what you're saying is all of those caveats that you're throwing in there at the end i can do it for 45 seconds 45 minutes seems yeah. like a much more substantial fear. For sure. And the yeah. fact that they kept it up for 45 minutes was crazy. That's I can't keep it up for 45 minutes. We've already talked about it on the show, Tyler. We can review. Dick splints. Tyler. So you're pro or con? What? Tyler, last week I brought up Coffin Birth shamelessly so I could discuss it on the show. Did it disappoint? No. No, don't do it. No, no, don't Tyler, do it. Tell the people what coffin birth is. It's exactly no. what it sounds like. It's no. a dead body no. that gives birth in the coffin. Don't do it. Yes, it's exactly Don't right. It. it is the expulsion of a non-viable no. fetus through the no. vaginal opening of a decomposing no. body, Tyler. It's the gases, intra-abdominal gases, mm. that just pop the little fetus right out. That's, you got a fetus at your fetus. That's, that's adorable. Did you know they coffin birth could produce a live baby, Tyler. I was just thinking that. I bet you there's a live one that's come out eventually. There is. And well, I that's also depressing. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a real tough origin story. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's been hard since day one. Mm. And I have a, a quick little story here that I'm gonna read verbatim about coffin birth, and it's a little dark. It's a little deep. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not it's not a light version no, of coffin birth. No, but I figured out a way to to kind of help it out a little bit. A woman in her 30s was found dead from an apparent overdose of heroin, to which she was addicted. Severely decomposed, the fetus was found partially emerged from the mother's body, presumably a case of real-life coffin birth. Sadly, as is most often happens, the fetus and her mother were both found dead. The music helped. It, right? It helped a, a little, little bit. bit. Well, um, I'm still hungry. Um, yeah, I could eat. Sure. I want a po' boy. <sighs> Uh, yeah, that's, um, that sounds horrific. And I feel terrible for the maid or the worker that discovered that uh, horrid scene. The paramedic who's got to bring the little tiny stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. That's a bummer. Yeah. yeah Just yeah, put yeah. them in your hat. And do you have any more time? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a box to go? This is fucked up. I'm sorry about that. Ryan, last week we discussed good old boy, Teddy Nugent sure. and his problematic song jailbait where he talks about wanting to bang a 13 year old. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it was the way he spoke about it. Not, not specifically the subject matter. I think all of it was terrible. Oh, okay. You know what? I probably shouldn't weigh in. Here. Yeah, probably not, especially in favor of, I thought it would be fun to look up some of the craziest thing he said. Was it enjoyable? Oh yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh. He just no, seems like a dude it. filled with a lot of rage, no, fueled sure. by no, ignorance. His victim mentality no. and violent urges no. can be traced back no. years, including his 2008 quote you. when discussing people here in this country uh, illegally. No. He said he'd like to, quote, no. shoot him dead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did I also mention he had a song about fucking a 13-year-old? Sometimes the olive branch is shot out of a 45, Tyler. <laughs> I, I don't understand what you don't get. He seems, I mean, there's got to be peace from between us. So I, I don't have to put you down. I don't know him and I can't speak to his personality, but everything I know about him seems really terrible. And he also did cat scratch fever, Tyler. Don't forget about that. <laughs> All right. Now I'm back in. Yeah. That was a jaunty little ditty, wasn't it? I guess so. Uh, and that's it, Ryan. I'm done. Week in review, Tyler. Great job. That's something we've been doing from the, the inception of the show. Something I just learned about today, Tyler. What movie, by changing one letter, is this? Hitler's biopic? Five, four, I want to three, say it's something with Schindler's, two, Schindler's I don't know. One, zero. Start Wars, Tyler. Start Wars. <laughs> oh, so it's adding or, or taking adding away. Adding or subtracting. Like, that one I like. Start Wars, That one Tyler. I like. That one, uh, that, that one is 
historically accurate. It's fun for the whole family. An- Everybody can enjoy Another it. Another jaunty little ditty. Am I right? <laughs> Tyler, great job this week. Please tell the people how they can get in touch with themselves. In touch with themselves? Yeah, record it and send it in to us. Tyler. I just, please do. I, I just got one little thing here and I, I, I can't. I've heard that. I can't wait until next week to do it. So I'm just going to do it really quick. Ryan, I got to do this before we end the show. Sure. You know who I'm going to be talking about. Legend Betty White, born January 17th, 1922. Miss White died this week, and I am still waiting for them to release a cause of death. Now, having worked in the industry for 80 years, which is a world record, by the way, she was, I believe, most known for her work as Rose Nyland on Golden Girls. See, I would disagree. I think she's most known for being just a, a celebrity who's old now at this point. No, I mean, her one of her bodies of work. I, I think it's not even close. For sure. Now, Betty White was a woman who ex- that show. exuded one of the most well-written shows ever. I don't know if that's true, but I enjoyed it. Most, one of the most well-written shows. Sex in the City, too. Betty White was a woman who exuded joy, personified an upstanding, moral conscious, and just genuinely seemed to be a good person. A perfect example being during her first television show, a variety show, she had a black tap dancer and entertainer, Arthur Duncan, on. And this was in 1954. This was the same year that Supreme Court ruled segregation unconstitutional. The racist called in, and at that time, racism, as you know, Ryan, kind of big. I'm glad we got that all fixed. <laughs> they complained, and her bosses told her to get rid of Arthur Duncan. She told them to live with it. Not only did she have Arthur back, but during her kid segment, she spoke with a black child. Her show was uh, moved to an obscure time slot and subsequently pulled off the air. Miss White. And that was the last we ever heard of Betty White. Miss White, you will be missed. Sure, and, that's beautiful. And and happy death day, woman. Happy death day, New Year's Eve, 99. I think like the day before her birthday or something like yes, that. Yes, yeah, it, it was uh, January 22nd and People Magazine just She's did- She's in good company, Tyler. Did a whole thing on her. Did an entire piece of making it to 100 and she dies two weeks before. Eat that, people! Talk about- comedic timing i mean eat those people we are gonna miss her if you want to talk to us about betty white if you want to if talk- you want to talk to us about ghost nipples mail us write us in yes if you have any sort of interesting anecdotes about ghost nipples if you want to talk about anything some hot takes go to those guys you hate hot takes about your hot cakes tyler what's the moral story brother uh, yeah, and do not forget about that voicemail icon on the bottom right. Click that, leave us a voicemail, say some nice things. Ryan, the moral of the story this week is to keep going. It's going to be difficult. The journey is going to be long. And while it is a lot of fun, there is a lot of pain involved. And no matter what happens, keep going. All right. And I guess I'll throw in here, suicide is not the answer. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is coffin birth is real, okay? I know that there's been a lot of false statements about it on social media. I think there's been a lot of concern in whether or not this is real. Coffin birth is real. And that is why I say at all birth giving, at all funerals, hey, let's just keep a pot of boiling water. Let's just be ready for anything, Tyler. Am I right? What's the pot of boiling water for? You know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that little twitch means. A little stew, Tyler. A little stew. (laughs) So you want to eat the baby? Where are those guys you ate? Be kind or we'll kill you. I'm sorry about that. Red circle. Everybody who's ever died had it coming. Ever? Ever! So if like an asteroid falls out of out of the sky and hits you, like a one in a five trillion chance, you just had that coming? What part of ever don't you get, Tyler? That's fair. We know that you've been touching yourself thinking about something you shouldn't, a la Edier, this meteor. Who doesn't? Go on. What I do want to get into is... Segway, segway, segway. 
my shame over our last mini sesh. I don't know why I feel compelled to talk about this. This show is just me just regurgitating shame that is bottled up over my life. Well, you got to get it out somehow. I got to get it out somehow, and I definitely won't do it in my personal relationship. Sure. Well, this is the first healthy way that we've gone about uh, expressing ourselves. Sure, and it's and it's bubbled over, pardon the, the terminology, into my other life. And I just got to tell you, in the middle of it, I recognized that I was uncomfortable, and I just kept going anyway. Which is good. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. You you push through the discomfort and you set yourself, you set your sight on an on an objective and you completed it regardless of your discomfort. See, I think that's an achievement. I disagree. I think that I should have stopped, regrouped, got my bearings, and then started back up oh, again. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant whether you did it or didn't do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with taking a break and coming back to something a few minutes later. Yeah, just to ground yourself, sure. to center yourself, to use another one of those terms that don't mean shit. My, now, my, my mistake. I misunderstood your point. All right, Tyler. Now, there is something that we definitely need to get involved with, and it's from our personal life. You're going to know it when you hear it. Let's do Welcome to Miami. Tyler, I'm going to ask you, what is the most Miami thing that's happened to you recently? Going to the movie theater, Ryan. We went last night yeah. to go see the new Spider-Man movie. We and did. this is not a review of said movie. This is a review of the movie viewing experience. I told you last night. No wonder you're a dying industry. I understand, <laughs> especially in Hialeah. <laughs> I, I want to, for whatever the reason, this show is listened to internationally, around the world. That's true. And it's so important to me to help explain to people <laughs> what Hialeah is like. The, well, Miami in general, Hialeah is quintessential stereotype Miami. I got maybe my first, maybe my most maximum dose of Miami last night. It was quite the, the so Tyler, let's set the scene here. Let's not be too indulgent, but I think that there's interesting stuff that happened. Yeah, I mean, interesting in the sense of somebody else's misery is is entertaining. What's the word for that? Uh, Schadenfreude. Thank you very much. I always mess it up. I got insecure. I didn't want to try. I understand. It. I'm here for you. And, and yeah, it, it was one of those moments where it was um, it's gonna be remembered, but not for any good reason whatsoever, other than it being a good story. I have no clue what happened in the movie. <laughs> I will tell you. Okay, so we get there. All well, right. Just to play the very end first, I can tell you the story ends with us leaving there and Ryan going. I think it was a good movie. Yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> Anyone? There was a lot going on there. A lot of stimuli. He was guessing. He's like, I think it was good. It was a 3D movie because things were happening behind me. Just very quickly, we get to this movie theater. I tried to book it in a nice one. For some reason, they were all booked up. Hmm. This place, plenty of tickets. I thought we got lucky. I was so, like, we got into the theater. I'm like, man, this place is empty. This is awesome. This is awesome. Mm. So to our left, on the other side of the aisle, there is all of these chairs that look like they're in a sinkhole, right? There was the middle of that whole section looked like it was falling into a basement. It was like special effects from the movie Tremors. Yes. It's like one of those worms just started to pull it down under the ground. That should have been our first tip. That <laughs> it was. Maybe go get our 47 bucks back. And you know what? It's making me think what I said earlier about just pushing through an experience, I'm wrong. Yep. I, we should have gotten up and left that moment. Now the previews <laughs> come on and it looks like a TV from 1976. And I'm like, is this bad? Does anybody else see this or am I having a, a, a severe well, stroke? Well, we related it to trying to watch porn in the 90s, you know? Yes. You're looking at it through the cable channel that you don't own. The squiggly nipple. And it's like, oh, that was a boob. Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure that was a boob or an elbow. <laughs> Either way, I'm good. Also... The door never got shut, so Tyler and I could hear people using the bathroom, okay? Well, using the hand blow dryer. We didn't hear anybody pissing. Do you ever use the hand blow dryer? I used to when I was young and dumb. Yeah? Why? yeah. What's made you change? Oh, well, I learned that using those, you're just getting excess fecal matter spread all over your hands. Oh, and, I, I didn't even and, know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Really? They, they are super dirty. Okay, then I'm going to start using those, Tyler. <laughs> and, and for me, I just feel like an asshole sitting there. What is the big problem with having wet hands for like 30 seconds? I want to put my hands in my pockets. Just put your hands in your pockets. They'll be, they'll be dry, Tyler. You just fix your own problem. <laughs> now, the people in front of us 
are taking flash photography of themselves mm -hmm. so they can post it on social media, which they are scrolling throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go, much like going to the gym, if you go to the movies, does it really count of you going to said place if you don't post it to social media? I agree with you 100%. The flash photography really caught me <laughs> off guard. Now, Whoa, we can't see anything in this dark ass theater. What, are they just gonna take our words for it? We're no liars. Now across the room, there is two people, they're sitting on the other side of the sinkhole, I would imagine slowly making their way in there, mm -hmm. not in like a black hole, mm -hmm. and just having a full-blown conversation. I mean, just, I don't know if it was about the movie, it was in Espanol, so. Well, now that I've thought about it more and more, I think the people to our right were texting back and forth with these people uh, to our left. Well, and just yeah. to top it off, as if you were writing a Saturday Night Live skit, the people who were doing the flash photography at the, the, the paparazzi to our front right. I was gonna say the ones closest to us. <laughs> you will think that this is bullshit, but at the very end of the movie where you're wondering, is this person dead? This is literally the turning point. What the whole movie works towards, people are crying. This person is on a FaceTime call with somebody in a living room somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming also in Hialeah. It looked comfy. It did look nice. Mm -hmm. I, I like what they did with the drapes. Mm -hmm. And it, it was almost like a Saturday Night Live skit. It, it seemed too impossible to be real. Yeah, and there was also kids running up and down the aisle. Certainly. Don't forget about Certainly. that. Chocolates yeah. is flying everywhere. I, I had said, uh, yeah, this. we were basically, instead of being in a theater, it seemed that we had stumbled into somebody's living room. Sure, it was a Super Bowl party, <laughs> and everybody was two sheets in, and uh, we were making it happen. Guys, I'm supposed to be at AMC. I am so sorry I walked into your home. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. And and just finally, it, what really blew my mind is that nobody turned around and said, hey, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because anybody who's willing to take a FaceTime call at the most dire part of a movie is also ready to back it up Absolutely. here in Miami, Tyler. And that is welcome to Miami Spanish people. I love you and I hate you. Yeah. And I'm one of you, so I, I think I'm allowed to say that, Tyler. Well, that's what it is, is we dislike things in others. The things that remind us of ourselves, we dislike the most. Yeah, but people would say, what part of taking a FaceTime call in the middle of a movie, I don't know. That That is not something I would ever do. Uh, would it be relative to your need for attention? Relative to my need for attention. Need uh, for attention. You and I have always strived, like we need to be the center of attention growing up. And that's something that's been very difficult for us to let go of. We are literally doing a podcast, talking into a, a, a microphone. I'm doing right this now. for other people. <laughs> I, honestly, this is this is the cross that I bear. So, I don't I don't have time for this bullshit. When you see them do that, it's not the act itself, it's the behavior behind the act. Selfishness. More likely. Selfishness is definitely something that I see in you. Absolutely. The only point that I'm going to tell you is I, I really think our growth is it was definitely notable last night because instead of getting steamed and having that, how could, hey, you know what my, my, my mentality used to be is how could this happen to me? Yeah. How could you do this to Ryan Menendez? You and I laughed about it. It almost was the star of the show. I will admit, almost. Yeah, well, because I couldn't pay attention to the movie. I know. <laughs> Fucking clue what happened to Tom Holland. I will I will admit that, uh, that I do not get the how could you do this to me thoughts, but I do get the, dude, how could you be so selfish to everybody else around you? It's not a me thing. It's a, bro, we're, you're in a group. Improper daddying. Let's do the show.